From the ISC, I am Lara Pedley and welcome to the ISC podcast, where I speak with inspiring insurance leaders about networking, mentorship and building a successful career in insurance. Welcome to the first ever ISC podcast. Now today, I have the one and only Barbara Schanhofer with me, founder and chair of the ISC. Barbara has had an extensive career in financial services spanning over 40 years, 18 of which were in retail financial services and 25 in executive search. Barbara is passionate about gender equality and positive, sustainable culture change, and as a result, founded Supper Club, now known as ISC, in 2008. Barbara now works in the city as a career advisor and personal brand expert. Amongst other things, Barbara is a freeman of the City of London and a liveryman of the Worshipful Company of Insurers, is on the board and steering committee of the Chartered Insurance Institute's Insuring Women's Futures programme and is an advisor to the founding team of ArcQ, a not-for-profit focusing on workplace inclusion of young adults on the autism spectrum and those with learning difficulties. Barbara was awarded an MBE in 2018 for services to women in the financial sector. So, Barbara, tell me where it all began. Tell me where the ISE started. It's uh, interesting, Lara, because, uh, in fact, when I, it started when I formed my own business in the city, um, because it was such a male-dominated environment, I looked around for the uh, other women and for, for ideas about how I might um, make my relationships. And, uh, in fact, uh, what I noticed and found out was that uh, women knew of each other, but they didn't know each other. Um, and there were very few senior women. So I thought it would be a good idea to go around and meet them all and see if I could bring them together. And really, that formed the basis. And when was that? That was over 10 years ago. That was about 13 years ago, 14 years ago now. How was ISC, How was the idea of ISC? taken up back then it didn't happen overnight because um when i first started off my business uh one of my business partner is lgbt um and he had a very strong network throughout the world he came from reinsurance and from underwriting and he had a very strong network of um, supportive people in the gay scene. And of course, they weren't out at that time because it was, it was, you know, at the beginning really of it all. And he got such support. So I thought, well, look, you know, we must find out where the women are. And when we started our business, we had about 60 women on our database. And we had at that time about 5,000 people. Well, that grew enormously. And so I went about finding women. So I invited them to things like shopping evenings and art evenings. and You know, all the cliched things we don't do so much now. Uh, and I found 5,000 women. <laughs> and and that that's really when we started on the road because we formed – I formed um, a, an organization, a group, if you like, a networking group, which turned into TWIN, the Women in Insurance Network. And uh, that still exists today. Oh, so the ISC wasn't the ISC back then, it was TWIN? Well, it was the precursor. Oh, okay. um, and so it was, it was, it was different. It was a different organization because Twin was really came out of the life industry. Um, and uh, I was working at the time with a life actuary in my business. And uh, she asked if she could help me develop it. And we did offsite, um, you know, overnight events 
at country house hotels. And that was great for, for women at, at the, the mid to senior levels, but it wasn't so good for the really senior women because they could, just couldn't take the time out. So we had to do something in the city. So once uh, TWIM was formed and was, was growing in its own way, I looked around for what we would do for the senior women. And that formed the ISC as and it is today. And that formed the ISC as it is today, yeah. And when you were approaching those women back 13 years ago, what was the response like? I think at the time it was slight confusion because, of course, we'd all made it through the glass ceiling. We were all operating uh, independently. And, you know, I was questioned about... You know, was I looking for them to give me executive search work because mine was an executive search business? And I said, well, no, actually, I just want to talk to you because you're a woman running a business. <laughs> it's it, as simple as that. It's as simple as that. And of course, once I started to do that, there was another key element uh, that helped me initially was that my um, strategic advisor introduced me to Mary Frances, who was a very senior woman who'd worked for the Queen, who was sitting on the board of Aviva. Um, and I went and met her and uh, actually, uh, you know, persuaded her to be patron of Insurance Supper Club, which, of course, helped me attract the senior women because they were curious. And in fact, Mary came to our first dinner uh, and gave the keynote speech. Oh, really? Yes. And there were about 12 of us, I guess, from the city. And uh, everyone came because they were curious about what I was trying to do and curious because I'd managed to persuade uh, Mary uh, to be part of it. <laughs> How did you persuade Mary? Can you share that information? Well, um, I think it was probably about my passion and my ask for help. You know, people are very keen to help if you ask them. And... Um, that with a couple of glasses of champagne, of course, <laughs> helped. Um, but she very kindly said that although she didn't have a great deal of time, she would put her name to it. Oh, that's wonderful. It was really wonderful. Of and course. that helped kickstart it at the beginning. Absolutely. We couldn't have done it in the same way without her. And um, the ISC has always been around that really intimate networking. Can you tell us a bit about why that's different to other generic networking events in, in the city? Well, it's about forming relationships. And actually, it takes many years to form deeper, meaningful relationships. And I felt that women needed this because we, it was a bit like we were isolated and we weren't working on that familiarity and the, the fact that we had stories to share and we'd had similar uh, experiences. And what I found over the years in, in many years in talent and beforehand in, in industry itself, I found that men make deeper, meaningful relationships early on. And women tend not to have done that. So, um, in the business context, I mean. And so really it was giving that time and that opportunity just to get to know each other. You know, male networks, as we know, call each other's friends female networks we we call them networks and so it was really just becoming more familiar with each other and comfortable with each other 
And there's an element of uh, prioritizing that networking in quotation marks. How how did you go about convincing people to take time out of their busy schedules to to come and just make make relationships, form relationships? I think at first it was out of curiosity. Then I think that a lot of women became quite loyal to me and what I was trying to do and so put their time in to help me. And I think it's about, you know, how much time you're prepared to give to people. And I gifted a lot of time to the women in my circle, in my community, um, so that um, th- that I would could rely on them as, as things went forward. I didn't know how things would go forward. Um, and then, of course, we found that actually it was a comfortable um and, and an interesting business network. And people enjoy coming. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. We have fun, bless, <laughs> believe it or not. So you started with senior women back 13 years ago. Where is the IC now and uh, where do you see it going in the future? Well, I think that it's actually evolved a lot because we went through various uh, stages of development. And I think that we really started to get purpose probably about five years ago. Um, when we realized, look, we've established this group, what are we going to do with it? And uh, we'd got some very senior women involved by by then, um, people like Inga Beale, Sean Fisher, you know, Julie Page, Jane Portis. Um, I've left out lots of women, Kathleen Letzinger. There were plenty, Catherine Coates. And there was a whole group of us, and we said, okay, you know, let's do something with this. And we were very fortunate to have the skill set that we had by then because, of course, Jane was able to take time out in um, in her busy schedule in the evenings to write our charter for us, which took 14 days. Um, and so we were able to do things in a very structured way. We formed a, a community interest company um, and we started to get purpose and and really, we haven't looked back and since since then. Mm. So you've you've conquered the senior leaders in, in the insurance space, um, but this year the ISC has really been focusing on the next generation. Can you tell us a bit about what what our plans are yeah. and uh, where we want to take the group? Well, first of all, I wouldn't say I conquered anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think I feel that we've come together as a community and that's been a joint effort. It's not just about me, it's about everyone. Um, and now, if you like, the women that operate at, at, at my level have, have made it. You know, they, they've made their careers. Um, for the most part, they've got to where they want to go. And so we, you know, Supper Club's been a really, truly business community. And we've talked as, as business, um, uh, you know, associates, we've talked to each other about how can women impact and, and, uh, what can we do? What's our part in the next chapter of the insurance industry? And one of the things that we're very keen to do is to uh, stay relevant for our clients. We're in a very customer-centric time in insurance, and it's really important that we reflect that customer base. And the only way to do that is to make sure we have diversity in our businesses. And why would we miss out on women who hold up half the sky and have a whole range of diversities as a gender? It, it has to change, has to start there. So really, 
attracting, retaining, and retaining is the most important thing, and promoting women for their potential is absolutely essential now. And so, you know, me and a, a, a whole range of senior women are very keen to support um, the younger women and the, those aspiring to careers in the insurance, whether it's in business leadership or 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 in some other way, those who are aspiring to careers, uh, we must help in every way we can. Mm. And that's why the two aims of of the ISC at the moment are um, that peer-to-peer networking, we bring peers together, but also trying to reduce the seniority gap. Yes, I think it's quite clear that it's it was exactly the same with the senior women, it's exactly the same with the aspiring women, is that you know, this whole point of making relationships in our product area. So we know people in our product area, but we're less good at making relationships across the market or understanding the reason why we need to do that. But it's very, very important if we're to understand the prohibitors to us accelerating in our careers that we talk to women right across the industry um, to share stories and to be supportive of each other. And so that's why we've developed in the way that we have. So it's cross market as well as being at levels, bringing that, that reducing that seniority gap mm. and busting myths, frankly. Mm. And forming a community. That's what, mm. what we are. We're trying to form a community in insurance. We are forming a community in insurance. Um, so that we're able to uh, really look at how things have worked and, and what works best and be sharing together in the next phase, which I think is very exciting for women in this industry. Mm. And there's the global aspect. So we're, we're headquartered in the UK. Tell us a bit about um, how the ISC chapters have formed outside of the UK. Every time I go to a city around the world and I meet women and I look into their faces and I talk to them, I feel energized and I feel that they want to be part of this community. And I realize I have to keep doing this. So that's why it developed overseas, because really anywhere you go in the world and you look into women's eyes, we have a commonality. We have something that draws us together. And actually, my vision, if you like, for Insurance Supper Club is that we're an overarching independent group that actually works with all the female networks that are going on around the world, but f- makes that link between us all. And there's great strength in that global community. Mm, the global community pulling all of the local and global initiatives together to better su- support what to better support one another and hopefully move the move the dial 10 steps ahead instead of one. I think that these positive things have to happen and it's always been in my experience from being a very young woman is that you have to put one foot in front of the other and keep going and you gradually build momentum. That way you build a very strong foundation and a very strong foundation will lead to change. What advice would you give to someone that's struggling to prioritize networking in their day to day? I think the first of all, I would say that we're all busy at work. And so what you need to do is to um, actually mark out space 
in your diary for you, whether that's half an hour or an hour or two hours a week, you have to carve out that time. And during that time, to get started, you need to call somebody and say you would like their help on something or you'd like their advice or their opinion um, and have they got time for a coffee. And if you start planning it and you make the arrangement, well, you've got to go. So that's how I always do things is that I make the arrangement and then I turn up and I never find that a meeting is unproductive. I always get something out of every meeting that I have. And I would encourage anyone uh, to do that, to start their network. So my final question is going to be, where would you like to see ISC go? When is your job done? Well, that's very, very difficult to predict because the job will continue as long as it's needed. And I can't see myself going on and doing anything else other than focusing on where we go with Supper Club as long as the women need it and tell me that they need it. And I get energy from those women. I think that um, our job will be done when we've got meritocracy in our industry and then in other industries where people are, whether they're male or female, um, wherever they come from, they're given an opportunity to demonstrate who they are. And also they are given the chance um, to be able to achieve something. And I think that that's the important thing for me. Um, we won't get parity probably in my lifetime, but we can definitely get meritocracy. Well, thank you so much, Barbara. It's a pleasure. You've been listening to the ISC podcast. If you like what you heard, please rate, subscribe and review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps. You can get more information about the ISC at www.theinsurancesupperclub.com. Our show is produced by Connor Sweetman of Breakthrough Media. I'm Lara Pedley. See you next time.